everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And uh, usually we are two boys watching girls, but today we are not watching girls. Today we are talking to a prop master extraordinaire from the Adventures of Danny and Mike podcast. We have Jeremy Balin. Hey, Jeremy, how's it going? Hello. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, man. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Yeah. And just to clarify, I wasn't prop master on uh, girls, but I did work. Son of a bitch. The, uh, <laughs> prop department. No, it's all right. Don't worry. Uh, our prop master was a, a good friend of mine named Jose Pavone. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's he's a, he's a he's an old school friend in the in the industry, and I know I can talk about my experience, but. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of days and hours and nights and evenings and yada yada. So, yeah, so working on that job. So, yeah. So the reason why we're having Jeremy on the show is not just for any random reason. Jeremy actually worked on Girls uh, yeah. while and we've uh, seen a couple of the shows, the episodes that you worked on. Got some questions about it. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope they're properly. Yeah, absolutely. Really good on memory <laughs> yeah. lane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Memory lane of yeah. six years ago or however long. <laughs> yeah, I did take a look at sort of the grouping of uh, the Vincent and uh, definitely I, I, a lot of them that you guys have just watched I had I have worked on. So it's really great timing. Um, um, before we before we dive into any questions we have, yeah. could you give the listeners who aren't familiar just a little bit of a, a background of what? your role on the show was as a yeah. prop. So I, yeah, I started out prop mastering, so you're not uh, incorrect. Yes. Completely. But uh, <laughs> at some point I took a, sort of an assistant job so I could start podcasting myself. Uh, and we talked about that a little at the beginning. But um, so, yeah, basically I took this job sort of right after I'd quit prop mastering. And um, my buddy, good friend Jose, which I'd worked on one of my first film jobs with, was the prop master and needed somebody to fill days so uh it it was such a, a they shot a lot in the spring and summer so it was a very very good job and uh they're uh, they, you know they it's just a fun job to be on because it was all modern and it wasn't like i'm searching for all these crazy things it's just like hannah has an iphone or you know <laughs> so it wasn't too bad but um but yeah so that was it i i kind of uh it was pivoting into the podcast world and producing things and uh and, and still obviously have my my local 52 card and uh uh still still do that stuff um you know that's my full-time job but uh but then i started this other thing seltzer kings network and do a lot of podcasts with that and uh yeah that's sort of how i got into the whole thing but also and it, it, when you're doing props what like what differentiates like props and arts department and what are you in charge of versus what's on set, you know? It's the old, it's, it's sort of the, uh, the grip and electric thing too. You know what I mean? Us yeah. prop people ask the grips what's for an electric thing. And sometimes I'll ask an electric for, it's like, it, there's blurred lines definitely, but it's, it's basically any object that an actor puts into motion. So that could mm. be a car, that could be a, you know, pancake, that could be, uh, Joe's headphones and his microphone and your headphones and, uh, all my stuff and um, yeah, so it's basically anything they touch, uh, cars, any animals, any of that sort of stuff. Uh, our department does a huge breakdown of it, and um, basically they have a chopper. Somebody goes out and gets everything, and then we have people on set that run it. And certain, you know, 
the second, the proper assistant usually runs set, so they'll be like sort of the the contact person on set, the the person who leads set. Um, and for the, when I was there, that was Dan. Her name was Danielle. Um, she was the lead on set, and then I was sort of like just hands at that point, just helping out. But um, I do. I've made a lot of Hamptons trips, a few Hamptons trips, some uh, some trips out, just just places I wouldn't have gone if I wouldn't have worked on girls. So it was it was it was a nice job. It was it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you said that you're in charge of getting animals if need be. Animals. Yeah. That's like what? A, that's um... <laughs> what kind of animals? So you've worked on a lot of different different projects. Oh, like what? Tons. Yeah. What animals have you had to get? Uh, I had to get a swan once, a couple swans, you, you know, just... and they wanted them to do that like swan thing where they're like hugging and kissing. <laughs> you have, you know, animal wranglers on each side. They have, they have monofilament tied to their feet. And so they're trying to like guide them and make it look peaceful and serene, but they're just like flopping around the water. Like, don't, why are you dragging me? So that, oh uh, you know, stuff like that, dogs, um, you know, dogs attacking. I don't know what the weirdest thing is though. Um, Huh. We actually so, created, uh, it's in the other room, but I, I have the head from a, a zebra for this show, Elementary, that I worked on. And it was an oh, extinct uh, yeah. zebra called the Kawaha. That's like the Sherlock Holmes show, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lucy that's Lou, another yeah. one. That was yeah. after Girls. But, um, so yeah, then we had to make animatronic ones and like, which is a whole other thing. But um, yeah, I'd say like, you know, horses, swans, dogs, cats. Good Lord. Rats. Fucking rats and des. Uh, can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. that's it, all I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was. I know there are definitely pets I've, I've uh, that were on uh, girls, just because those were the days where you really wanted to work because you get to hang out with dogs or cats or. That's whatever. awesome. Well, this wasn't one of my questions, but there's the episode uh, where Marnie adopts a cat, and it's. It, it just there for like one scene. Like well, I don't yeah. think we actually have ever talked about it again. She calls up Hannah and says, "Hey, I need you to come over. I just adopted the cutest little cat, and yeah. we have not seen that cat in a long time in the show." Well, but, yeah, cats in theory they can yeah. be like up in the rafters or something. something. Well, very much like Lena Dunham's uh, history with adopting pets. Uh, you get them for a week and then you let them go. <laughs> really? Is that what she does? Well, Is there was like, like a, a big, there was like a weird controversy where she adopted a dog and she wrote a big like fancy like, oh my God, I love this dog. And then a couple months later, she gave the dog back to the adoption really? or like the uh, rescue foundation because she was like, it was a big responsibility and people got on her back about it, but. Like, what is she supposed to do? Like, be a bad dog mom as opposed to just giving it back? Yeah, I mean, some 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 celebrities do that and then just give them to friends and family and like, yeah. pass them down. Like, you know. But, yeah, I don't – listen, if dogs – I have a foster dog now from uh, – that I've been fostering during the pandemic, and he is a handful. <laughs> He's a uh, some sort of a mix, uh, pit bull plus something plus something plus something. But – um but yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of work. It's a lot yeah. of work. He wakes yeah. me up at eight a.m. to go outside, and then you know has all of his beats during the day that he has to hit. But uh, but yeah. yeah. So when you're going out but, to yeah. get props and stuff for for shows like this, do you just have to go to thrift stores, or are there specific places that you go to look for stuff? Yeah, it depends. Um, I'm trying to think specifically girl stuff. Um, you know, there's definitely funeral stuff that we used and mm. that we, for instance, like there's a, how, how, what, where are you guys at in the seasons? Uh, middle of season four right now. Yeah. Okay. 
So I have, have all you of the season four, uh, episode four, season four. Uh, yes, we have. Okay, so you know David's dead. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So stuff like I mean, you know, like um, stuff like that. You, we you can go to like a prop house in New York, and they'll have options. You know, typically like something like that, set dressing, as you were saying before, as far as like the separations. But um, mm-hmm. so that that would actually probably be more set dressing than than props, but. Just depends on who who's working and who's the uh, art department, but but yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other really cool like um, things prior to my to you uh, you guys what you guys have seen. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think we'll just dive in right and like ask you some yeah. stuff, and maybe you'll maybe it'll jog some uh, memories. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, John Cameron Mitchell was uh, was David sir. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Vance. You, I'm letting you lead this bad boy off. All right. Well, we have to ask the question that started this okay. whole podcast off is the refrigerator magnets uh, <laughs> in Hannah's place. I know yeah. this is more probably like set dressing than props. Um, but do you have any <laughs> any story? Yeah, we, any like and this changed have- throughout the seasons. But uh, I'm sure there was something. Um, I'm, I'm actually googling, uh, googling a picture just to uh, see what you're talking about. But yeah, that was definitely as as far as yeah. I remember. That was that was set dressing. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, we had but, a we had a big like the first couple episodes. We, we every any time we would see Hannah's refrigerator in her apartment, it was just littered with magnets, oh, like <laughs> insanely so. And we we're like, what is up with this? Like, I don't know any. Like, I have a like four or five magnets on the fridge just because a naked fridge right. looks a little weird, but it was covered. Yeah, and it was apparently we had a listener let us know that it was a lighting issue. Like they were getting glare in the pilot, oh, so that's gotcha. what they were trying to do. And then like the next episode, they kind of changed it. And then just, recently, yeah. Adam has commented about what he should do with the magnets on the fridge. That's why we brought it back up. It was like this. Oh really? See, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, and I, I was a big fan of Girls when I worked on it. Um, that mm-hmm. was one of the first jobs I worked on where I really liked the show and would keep up on it. Yeah. And um, then, um, you know, after you work on it, all your dreams are spoiled. Uh, you know, yeah. all the secrets and all the characters <laughs> and stuff. So it's. Uh, I did fall off uh, at some point after the season, but um, but this yeah. season I definitely still watched and have all the all my. Okay. Sort of, so when you say your dreams are spoiled, is it just because you get to meet the actors and actresses or is it like that you get insight as to what's about to happen? Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like meeting your heroes. You know, it says never meet your heroes just because it ruins the allure or the, you know, I thought Girls was a, uh, a an inc- like a very, it's obviously a very New York show uh, oh, yeah. and they, they, they travel out and go everywhere else, but uh, for me, it's like I love New York shows like that, Sex and the City, and you know, uh, things like that. So I, I really like that that feature where I could see them like, hey, they're in Greenpoint right now, and hey, they're in, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I it just it just seemed like uh, it, it's just one of those one of those shows that just sort of I don't know, kind of liked it. So then it, once you work on it, it's like the allure is a little gone because you seen the processes you've seen the people you've seen the actors and a lot of the actors were great um even the guy that left season three uh at some point during the show um he was like he was fine to me everybody was nice lena was great like 
Um, no real issues with anybody. It was, it was like a little family, which was very nice mm-hmm. and, and nice to just jump on to every now and again and do your days. And then, yeah, uh, we, we off. talked about this a little bit when I was on, when I guessed on the Danny and Mike's podcast mm-hmm. with you, yeah. and we were just about working on, on GTA five and how like you love those games, yeah. but when you work on it, like pl- playing the game, is just not the same because like, yeah, you've seen stuff like anything that comes up kind of throws you back to like that long day that you worked like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird it's like weird ptsd but not like an extreme level of it just like yeah exactly you, you can't separate your working day from this thing that's supposed to be like you leaving your experience you're like oh right. yeah i was there oh man he'd cut that part out like that kind of thing you know and sort of on that same line like danny had posted from there a photo of him and his dad in the in the in the game and uh, they immediately got an email saying hey you've just broken your nda can you take that down and it's like how many years later it's been eight years since gta 5 was released or something yeah Yeah, insane but it's hilarious to think it's hilarious to think of you just like just a episode of girls just being on the tv and you see like a chandelier or something like fucking that chandelier yeah (laughs) that uh there are things like i know there's an ice cream scene that i think has already happened um that was my first sort of interaction with lena and um yeah it was a first i don't even know if i I feel like you guys have have, i think that was season two or, or the end of season two uh, is that when they're Al- buying ice, ice? They're going jogging and they buy ice cream from an ice cream yeah, truck and, or something. And then they or... do, do a walk and talk, basically. A lot yeah. of walk and talks in this this show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a lot of walk and talks. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, I just remember that's when I met Lena, and she was so nice and so like you know wanted to know my name and you know like wanted to you know say hello and not just like grab her shit and act, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> Yeah. And you guys get more interaction as props than, like, say, a grip normally does, Definitely. unless you're, like, dolly yeah. grip or something. Um, yeah, because you guys are handling what they handle. So, Right, yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, I mean, stuff like, you know, in that instance, you know, I'm sure that the first just needed to step off and somebody mm-hmm. to run the scene or something, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, our our top whatever three or four people in the department can always just jump on set and um, take over. But, um, but yeah, and you know, again, it was just such a great, I just remember my, my favorite thing I think is like just the last few episodes I worked on were like late summer and, uh, and it just, I just remember girls just being, it was just like camping. Like we were just camping out and we all had hotels. We were just like getting stoned and drinking beers by, by a fire and <laughs> working on the show. And, you know, it was just like, uh, just a lot of fun, but I have fond memories for sure of, of girls. That's so awesome. when you're when you're doing props, it looks like you've worked with like a bunch of different directors for different episodes. Were there any that were more anal about the props that were being involved in? And like, can you talk about that a little bit? Definitely. Um, not. I mean, girls was mostly Lena and then Jesse. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess Jenny Coner may have directed one or two, but Jesse Peretz was was like the showrunner or something at the time, so he would direct. A little bit and then lena would do like the end caps and then the bigger episodes but um but yeah i don't I, there's always those directors obviously on every show you know especially television where you have you know 10 to 24 episodes and then every episode is a different director you know for more yeah. or less and it's like yeah we've we've had some where it's just you know typically you want to get what through two to three takes four takes no more than like you know a handful uh, mm-hmm. for every scene and and I've worked with 
other directors like Todd Salons. I worked with him who who did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Amazing oh. guy. Um, but just you can tell that the wheels are just turning all the time. And he's done like 30 takes of one angle oh of something. Oh, my God. 30, 40. I remember, yeah, Willem <laughs> Dafoe, uh, Dafoe one day like stood up and says, what are we doing? We haven't, you, got, you know, and haven't you got this? You know, he's all like mad and been out of shape. And it's like you get these directors, and I'm sure uh, Girls is no different. But um, yeah, you just get these directors that are like, I, you know, this is my vision and my thing. And it's hard to come into something like Girls and have a, a and be like a shitty director or like a or somebody who's like very um, just too into the details. You know, sort of missing the forest for the trees uh type thing but yeah i feel like most of the people on on girls was it 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 felt like a family affair and a lot of um obviously people liked some better than others and uh Mm -hmm. they always liked we always liked jesse episodes and lena episodes because we knew that they sort of knew what they were doing and knew the story they wanted to tell and could get out of there and then other people we would work 16 hours trying to get these takes of you know the same thing we've shot for two years walking talks or like talking or talking about their feelings and emotions and you know what I mean like but um but a lot of sex scenes too in this show oh yeah yeah. a lot of sex scenes so that was another good thing is because when the closed set happens it's just whoever's the the female of the prop department gets to run the set typically and Mm -hmm. yeah there you go I'm out Mm. doing nothing promoting (laughs) podcasts on my cell phone (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah all right, Joe. Do you have any uh, specifics? Like, I, uh, I feel like we should try and dive into. Some I mean, I've right? I've got some specifics, but I'm okay. sure that you, you. It seems like you've got like a uh, I've got, like a I, notebook full of questions. And, <laughs> we can pass it back and forth. You know, let's. You All go right. Ahead. So, for, my first thing is, uh, it looks like you've worked on an episode called "Females Only," where uh, Jessa is in rehab. Or uh, it's when Lena Dunham, Hannah's character, comes to pick her up from rehab. Sounds familiar. Um, yes. And I, Vance Vance brought this up to me, and I was like, I don't know if this is necessarily his department, because I feel like it might be more of a costumes thing. But okay. Jessa had these enormous earrings that I absolutely hated. Were you involved with that at all? And if you were, I need to reprimand you really quick. No, no, that would be costume designer. Yeah, they. Uh, okay, I thought so. That's a good and distinction, I though. Go I, ahead. Sorry, I don't know if you actually worked on this one because is female females only the one where we introduce her, and then the next episode is the road trip. I think that I think. Oh it's yeah, the, yeah, it might be the next one. I think the episode is with the earrings is. Uh, Truth or dare. Truth or dare. Oh, you're right. You were, you're right. You're right. I don't know. It if might you not be that. credited, but that sounds familiar. Um, well, well wait, a... when were you, when what were you working from like season two to when? Um, I think my like, I mean, I could probably look at my call sheets, but uh, <laughs> the uh, I feel like the last few were in August of like 2013. So whenever. So the well, last call sheet I have for like that time period is uh yeah, August twentieth, twenty thirteen, and they're shooting episode three oh three stuff. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well I got a question for you because yeah. I think you worked on the Beach House episode. Yes. Oh yeah. What was that like? And and specifically were you there for the dance routine? 
Yes. And the dance choreography. <laughs> yes. Uh, definitely was there. There was definitely a choreographer and uh, lots of rehearsals and lots of getting it just right. And that's the um, who who sings that song? It's uh, it's fuck you right by um, uh, CeeLo Green. Oh, was that the song uh, that plays? Was that what Is plays? Because I'm thinking a seventies um, uh, guitarist guy who. Maybe that's in a later thing when they're at. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I just heard "fuck you," and I know that that was a song that he. Uh, he did. <laughs> I don't think they were doing a choreography to that, though. I don't know. I don't. I have a bad memory. All right. <laughs> I'm. I'm a hundred percent sure that we. Uh, that, we watched a lot of that, and. Uh, yeah, this is when they're in the Hamptons, right? Uh, yeah. Right. They go to Marnie's mom's right. or fam friends like beach house and then elijah and everyone shows up it's a the big thing, party kind of thing not the only thing but the thing i remember um i mean they had all this sort of, i'm looking at the episode now but they, they had all this planned out as far as like peeking in the window and you know doing their like little routine and i bet we it's 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 like a music video that day i remember because you listen to it over and over and over and over and over mm -hmm. and you're driving mm -hmm. yourself insane and this was one of the ones where they had to get tons of coverage because they're like uh, yeah. All over the place, and then like there's some special drink in this episode that I remember. He really was focusing on like make sure these drinks look really good uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, um, cocktails of some sort. But um, this is random. But I know in this episode, Alina Dunham pours a bunch of like vodka all over herself on the on the patio at one oh, point. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That uh, that that was definitely us. Uh, yeah. in that case. Uh, <laughs> That was definitely resets galore and paper yeah. towels and costume. But sometimes they just went with stuff. Like, that was the great thing about the show is that I feel like a lot of times, I mean, they stuck to the script pretty well, but they also were, were a lot of good, they seemed like good friends, a lot of the actors. So it was like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like it, like Judd Apatow inspired, yeah. and he's like the king of improv in movies and TV shows, it seems like. So I think that right. they, they carried that spirit along with them in Girls. Yeah. Yeah, the uh yeah, what the heck? It's uh, it's, it's driving me nuts to uh, uh Harry Nelson. Man. Yeah, so that was like the that it's a song song called Fuck You by Harry Nelson. And there and I remember um, cuz they had sent out like a link to the to the song so that everybody could like sort of know what was that, you know, everybody had it and yada yada. So I mm -hmm. I remember like getting into Harry Nelson because of that <laughs> because I worked That's on awesome. this scene. Yeah. I heard that so much, and then I was—I mean, I obviously knew his his hit and you know all of the the earlier stuff, but I, that song I hadn't heard before. So yeah, I, yeah, I, the show had a, a really big like music influence. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that Lots song uh, "I Don't Care" by Icona Pop that got huge because of this show. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, or I love it. That's what that's what it was called. The one's like I don't care. I love oh, really? it. Really? Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, that's in like a club scene, uh, season three-ish, yeah. two-ish. Yeah. yeah, I think that might have been like early season two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you ever have to like make any props, or just picking stuff up? Definitely made stuff. Um, it's been I, a lot of times. Jose would be the one creating things, unless it had to be assembled or something on set. But um, but uh, so he would sort of do it and deliver it, and then we would manage it. Um, so I didn't get to like create a lot. Was more of sort of managing on set, but yeah, I wish I, uh, I wish I could think of, of I wish on one of these call sheets it just said, you know, 
some crazy thing of you know uh, <laughs> vase of lollipops. There you go, hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> no, but I, I can't remember. But I'm sure there were. I'm sure there was um, weirdness about. We've had a we've had an ongoing thing about Shoshana's apartment. Okay. Um, you worked on a couple seasons of this show, so you might have seen. Was her apartment always the same apartment? Because we cannot wrap our head around the layout of wherever they filmed. Whenever they cut to her apartment, it's I can't tell where they are. No, I think it did change, or or I, I know things had changed from like the early first episode, or maybe it was, I don't even know if it was a pilot that was picked up, and then I don't know how it worked, but I do remember that there was a vague recollection of a, of something about an old set, but I I didn't really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, because we have a lot of confusion. Every time they go to Shoshana's apartment, it looks different. The layout's different. Well, at least it seems that way to us. And we're just like, I can't wrap my. I would love to see a floor plan of that apartment, (laughs) just because it makes no sense to us. (laughs) Yeah, because sometimes there's like seems like there's an extra room, and Jess has been living there. But then sometimes they're on a pull-out mattress, and it's the room's like next to the kitchen or it's right when you walk in like it's it's like whatever the show needs it to be when it needs it to be it right seems like just for that one did you Um, uh you haven't gotten to uh, oh yeah you did episode 310 already right yeah yep yeah apparently there was sosha's precious tea from episode Uh, 10 of season three is that when she breaks up with Ray or something? He's in yeah, and she's hand- having a hard time. And I remember her on a park or something trying to drink it and spits it out or does something or another. But uh, that was Il Bastardo for anyone keeping track of, in New York City on 7th Avenue. So go visit, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I have a you- question for you, okay. actually. So were you ever around for any of the scenes where uh, Allison Williams was singing? And do, is she actually a good singer? Was she actually singing? Um, I believe she was actually singing. I'm sure it was cheated here and there for whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah th- I definitely remember because I was the guy. I was like, oh, you've played in bands. You get to set up everything. So like, you know, they... Uh, yeah, I do remember there was a show, I think, at Bar Matchless or something that, that they perform right on the end of season three or something. Is... Uh, yeah, season three, she's performing all over the place. Oh, okay. uh, that's kind Maybe of like her her first thing of being like, I'm going to be a singer. And then she's Weird. just like going to open mics all over the joint. And just bang out who is ever boyfriend is singing yeah. this song. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is, is Bar Matchless still, uh, is it still around? It is, well... I don't know, to be honest. Um, yeah. I feel like it should be. I know the owner had died, I think, uh, at one point, but uh, may, may have came back. I don't know. No, yeah. that's a bad joke. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that was a joke. It was <laughs> <laughs> deep-seated sometimes. You have to really think about it. Um, yeah. But it, we were all over the place. A lot of Greenpoint. The show mm-hmm. was you know, very uh, heavy on the Greenpoint looks. Well, Lots speaking of, of Marnie, did you work on Marnie's music video that she films? Um, yeah, the, the fake 80- music video. Yeah, this. Uh, it happens in the episode where uh, where Hannah's celebrating her twenty fifth birthday party. Okay. Uh, but it's on her phone, so I don't know if they shot that separate. I'm sure they shot it separately. I just don't know if you were a part of it or not. It it all all of the I, I definitely remember getting that guitar a bunch from the truck, um, bringing it to set and uh, mm-hmm. 
doing uh, that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember specifically if I were part of that. Yeah, she's like in a stairwell and she's like singing this Edie Burkell song. Uh, I mean, she yeah. was great. I remember watching one of the band performances and I thought she was great. Um, we were all after one or two takes, like, oh my god, like she's she actually sound like she she uh, uh, she's got the pipes. You know, you, yeah, you kind of don't expect that from a, yeah. a, a, a Brian Williams daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not it that was a weird... I mean, she, she can stand on her own, but yeah, it's just a weird, it's just yeah. like you'd never would guess. It was a was weird something. turn at the end of season two, I think, where mm. they were like, oh, she wants to sing. And you were like, wait, that's where we're going? And then yeah. she yeah. sings and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's no evidence of her being a good singer previously. Like she had no interest in music, it seemed like. Yeah. She was working in like art galleries and then all of a sudden... She's like, I want to be a singer. And then she just starts singing. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, she can <laughs> sing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I do. Yeah, I don't remember that specific uh, scene, but um, I do remember, you know, at least at one point or two being like, oh, my God, she, yeah. she's she got the pipes. Were you around when uh, for the episode where Adam's sister uh, breaks the glass in her hand in the bathroom? God. I think it's, uh, she said okay. I forget the number of this episode. Like maybe yeah, end of season. What is her name? Um, oh, I would never know the her name. Uh, uh, the Caroline uh, Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman. Yeah. So she was a child star, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Gabby Hoffman. Um, she was my favorite character of all of Girls, and I <laughs> okay. I, I was a big like Shoshana fan. I kind of liked how her character just was very you know uptight, and but I just thought she was cute. But um, and uh, Marnie obviously is just drop dead gorgeous, and you know we all had set crushes on different girls, and you know it was like ah, I just I just for whatever reason I thought that um, Adam Driver's sister in the show was just so fucking out there, but such a great actor. Yeah, just like captivated me. So I don't know, but uh, um, so you're just so jealous of Laird, huh? <laughs> it, it, who is the uh, is that uh, that's the downstairs uh, neighbor? Uh, yeah, uh, oh my god, Laird, god. what's yeah. uh, Jonathan Jonathan Glazer? What was that? Oh, yeah, name? from Delocated, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. John Glazer, the neighbor with the yeah. turtle, yeah, yeah, he uh, <laughs> actually, I remember walking, I love John Glazer and I've loved John Glazer for years, and, and the day he worked on. One of the early days he worked, uh, right after they sort of gotten to know him, whenever that was, season two, three, early season three or late season two, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go say hello. And, you know, I talked to him on set, you know, just like briefly things, and he yeah. was walking back to his trailer, done for the day. And I'm just like, oh, hey, John, how's it going? And I just let you know, I'm a huge fan. I've seen a lot of your live shows, a lot of your stuff. And, like, I think I gave him probably like a business card of our live show or something or one of the podcasts or something. He did later come on to Danny and Mike, which uh, I guess it did. That's awesome. That's cool, man. But I'm a huge John Glazer fan. I completely forgot he was even in the show until you said that. (laughs) It's it's a lot of these things are like yeah you're you're planting seeds in there. Some grow faster than others. Yeah, it's like I mean it's like you got to at least be like five or six years removed from all of this stuff. Oh yeah, if not seven. Yeah, I mean the show ended. Call sheet was August of 2013. So yeah, exactly. And we're just all fresh. (laughs) Yeah, we're going through it. Did you finish the the show or did did the experience just kind of like you like? All right, I get it. (laughs) I I remember watching the last one, the last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I just wanted to see the finale. Um, but no yeah, I don't spoilers. Think 
No spoilers for yeah, us. No spo- yeah. Uh, I still might. You never know. Pick it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't. Uh, those, those, you know, season three and four episodes were my core work days. Yeah. So yeah, that was. So you know, again, it kind of ruined it after I worked on it. I was like, eh. and you know, it, it was getting to be what, five, six years old. And like, it's hard. It was, I remember them struggling here and there too about like, you know, where the fuck do we take this? And when do we end this? <laughs> Every season <laughs> we would go, those, um, I guess, two or three would go and be like, I don't, nobody knows what's coming back. And then Jose would be like, hey, we're coming back, season three. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, so anyway, it was just sort of like, you know, I never knew. I wasn't sort of core crew, so I wasn't like getting the emails or the, but uh, but anyway, yeah, I was a fan. I would watch it again. I would see Adam Driver get hit by a car again. Why not? <laughs> so were you a fan of the show before and you're like you were watching it and then you've got a call to work on it and yeah i guess i didn't know my i mean know one of my good buddies who got me a lot of work in the sort of beginning uh of my film career but um yeah i didn't know he was working on it or maybe i did i don't i don't remember again a lot of alcohol between then and now and other substances <laughs> but uh yeah i don't uh what was the question sorry uh, were you a fan of the show before you started working on it? Yeah, definitely was. I mean, I definitely remember because I didn't do uh, any of the early season one stuff and maybe any of the season one stuff, but I remember watching it. I remember religiously like knowing that you know, it was one of the last sort of, uh, you know, things before streaming ruined it, everything and, you know, they would put things out one Sunday at a time. And uh, yeah, I remember definitely watching those episodes and when I got on season two or three or whatever it was... Uh, I definitely remember. I still watched them, obviously, afterwards. Uh, yeah. I, there's probably a chance. Yeah. I was trying Do to you, think. Uh, no, you go ahead. No, I, for some reason, I thought it was in, like in the background of one episode, but I I, I have to go look. Um, I don't really remember. It's, it's just another one of these vague, like, you know, 10 year ago things that I'm like, oh, I feel like I was like a coffee customer somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Where was Ray's Coffee Shop? That, um, wh- that was Greenpoint. Um, okay. Because I know there was Grumpy's, but then he moved to a new one. Yeah. No, The and I definitely worked on the new one. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm sure a Google search would, would I could figure it out. But yeah, I it's definitely would, another Williamsburg or East Williamsburg, Greenpoint. Yeah, I couldn't there. recognize that. But I've been to that Grumpy's in Greenpoint, and that's right next to the sets and near all those stages. So it was like yeah. super convenient. Um, yeah. yeah. You know uh, how it works. Everything has to be close. Yeah. 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 You want to move those trucks around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you also, I think you worked on the episode where, which was one of Joe's favorite scenes, where Amy Schumer and the actress uh, Natalia, they confront Adam at Ray's coffee shop. Uh, it's... Mm. I uh, forget the episode. I think I have it written down. Um, it does sound females, familiar. Females only. It would it would have been the one that had uh, Jessa at her rehab thing. So I don't know if you were in the city okay. for that because that's the only time they're like, yeah, I don't that's know. That's the first. It, it, it's the opening scene of that episode, I believe. Oh wow! Okay. With Amy, did you work on any of the Amy Schumer episodes? Can you recall? I, you know, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Um. I don't think I did. I think I remember if if she were there. I, I I do remember something about a weird confrontation at a um. Fuck, was that Amy Schumer? <laughs> was Amy Schumer was Amy Schumer big then? Because we're watching it now. Like yeah, I don't after her celebrity. Like I don't know how big she was when she was in 
this right. shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, sounds very very familiar. And if I were to watch it, I, I uh, yeah, I, I could yeah. tell you. But again, there's really not fuzzy. a lot of prop stuff there. Yeah, <laughs> but I do remember that. I do remember something about um, two people getting in a fight and like uh, Ray's new place, and so somebody storms out and. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you did ever... you have? Oh, go ahead, Vince. Did, did you have to do? Because um, there's a lot of sex scenes that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. The sex scene props and stuff. What is some of the weirder things you had to do on this show? A lot of vibrators. Uh, I remember we. Um, there was definitely each character had their own pouch and a bin on the truck. And uh, upon cleaning those bins once in a while, you know, you'd be like, oh, that's weird. What's that? Why is that in there? And then there are several characters that just have their own sort of sex stuff, you know, that's been mentioned in a script in, in prior episodes. Um, I remember there was one like hot shot like dildo. Like it was like, oh, my God, this is like the Mercedes. And everybody was sort of fawning over it on set. Uh, everybody bought their own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lena should have just done the Oprah thing, you know what I mean? It's giving them away. But, <laughs> yeah, just um, some rap gifts, right? Yeah. The uh, no, that was this. Again, I, you know, I got a speaker. I got a little girl. Speaker. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and a coat. Uh, but yeah, it's I a girl's jam box for for the listeners. Yeah, for listeners. Yeah, jam box. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Like a Bluetooth speaker or something. Yeah. 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 But uh, and then a nice. I still have. The, I still wear the coat. It's like a you know a nice little rap gift coat. But um. Yeah, I don't know if that uh, answers any. So of I, it's kind of interesting that they had a lot because I don't think we see a lot of like dildos and yeah, we, sex toys. Not that all. I can yeah. recall. When you were saying that, I was like, oh, the girls just have that in their trailer, and you just have to keep. <laughs> no, that's definitely something like, that, like you know, so, being that we had a, a lady running the set, uh, prop wise, mm-hmm. like she would just, you know, I wouldn't even. A lot of those sex scenes, especially you know, um, I yeah. remember there was. Uh, Shoshana was doing one. No, I think it was Barney, and she like busted through the door and was having this passionate sex. Uh, and I think they did. I I just remember it being the talk of the set of like, hey, you know, we're we're doing this really intimate sex scene today of like you getting like, um, it was just weird to to because short of like Sex in the City or something other HBO New York show. I guess they 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 treated it sort of differently. They were they were a little more open about the whole thing than say a you know Paramount feature film with Sharon Stone. You know what I mean? Where the whole set would be closed, and they definitely closed the set. And you know, but they also were a little. They were young. They're all young people, so it was like they just. Well, Lena's often just like naked. In yes. that show, just like and not in a sexual yeah. way, just like oh, I'm changing out of my clothes full frontal. I'm walking. I'm just sitting on the toilet naked, kind yeah. of stuff. Where it was, where it was like not trying to. It was just being real as opposed to like trying to be salacious at times. Right. Those, um, those would and, be. And then yeah. sometimes it was salacious and trying to get a rise out yeah. of people. You know. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm. I do. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm sure I've seen her naked just because she did. That did happen on set a couple times. Where it was just like, yeah. oh, I have a robe on and nothing else, and it, you know, whatever. But uh, it happens. But you know, we're all professionals and can mm-hmm. handle it. But again, it, it is a weird thing. That doesn't happen on a lot of sets. Again, it's a, that sort of young vibe and uh, a little. I don't know if you know. Do you know um, Jesse Peretz was in the replacement? No, in the um, 
So the guy who who was the showrunner was mm-hmm. in a very famous '90s band. I don't know if you guys have uh, known this. What really? Yeah, uh, and he quit to do. I guess he was. Oh yeah, I do think I I do think I read heads. that. That's yeah, the Lemonheads. Yeah, he was right. in the Lemonheads. But uh, so he was like the oldest guy on the crew, basically. You know, I mean, he was he was there wasn't any like huge bigwigs that would come in from HBO. Uh, Judd, I'd never saw him once. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so it was a very loose vibe, and obviously we weren't nobody. You know, they weren't just running around naked, but there were definitely times where it was like, eh, the basic ten people that need to be here are here, and eh, you know, yeah. Whenever they did do sex scenes like that. And you got to talk. Did you ever like talk to anybody afterwards? Like the the prop person that was on set for it, and it's just like, oof, that was an awkward fucking sex scene, or anything like, like weird happen? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, again, it's another one of these foggy things, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't remember any like huge. I just remember for whatever reason there was one scene, one sex scene that was a little rough, and I remember there was discussion of like, you know, where's the line, and like. That's all. That's a very serious thing between two actors, you know, to get right. Otherwise, it looks For like sure. shit, and you know, it's unbelievable and 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 forced looking. But, uh, but yeah. So I I definitely remember there's there was talk, um, here and there, but I don't again. Yeah. All, all I know is that <laughs> Allison Williams is like the master of showing no nudity during these sex scenes. Like everybody else, kind of, oh, really, you know. Yeah, I think Shoshana maybe even at a certain point, like you may have seen her. I don't think butt we've ever seen something. Shoshana topless. Oh, really? and I don't think we've ever seen Allison Williams' character fully topless. We've seen Jessa. Jessa will just whip oh, yeah. one out. Yeah, yeah we've seen <laughs> but, Lena Dunham. We've uh, seen yeah. Jessa. I think that we may have seen Shoshana's butt or something. Yeah. Like early, early on. But I'm always amazed. Like whenever there's an Allison Williams Marnie sex scene about to come up i'm like all right how are they going to do it this mm-hmm. time because she is always ob- there's always something obstructing her i'm sure yeah. that's in the contract yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly I'm, that's what yeah. Thinking, yeah i do vaguely remember too uh, her inter- uh, an interview that she did about sex scenes and her and like her dad watching one of the first like the pilot or screening of some early uh, episode where there was this sex scene with her but i don't that was some sort of interview somewhere that I just, again, yeah, grabbing. Yeah, there, I mean, there's some there's some graphic sex scenes with her. I mean, you're not seeing her naked, but right. like what, the act itself that's happening, you're like, okay, that yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like confused. There's one scene where it looks. I mean, it looks like the dude is eating her ass, and I'm just like, how did they camera trick their way out of him just not eat? Like, how do they do that? Like, yeah, it's... that's. I think they put. Um, that sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> that sounds familiar. That's all. Of, that's all ringing of it a bell. Rush, all of it comes rushing yeah, back to you. Suddenly, the ass eating season starts. Um, no, I do. I, I don't know. I feel like yeah. I remember there was some sort of pad or something between, obviously between you know, like a dental dam or some shit. But yeah. costumes usually did all of that because it's such an intimate thing, and you know, yeah, for, any yeah, nipple for coverings sure. or body, you know, you know they. Uh, that's a weird thing between actors, you know what I mean? Doing sex scenes and like grinding on people you don't know, and it's oh just yeah, weird. and yeah. but they make you know again, they, it was very believable. So yeah, did, so. did you have any prop or a day on set that was just like a nightmare to get through? Like 
like you needed to get a certain prop and you just couldn't find it anywhere no i i not sort of um hmm. i i do remember do uh we had a huge dinner scene somewhere and i don't know if it was the beach house if there was a dinner scene or maybe the beach house has a big dinner scene with is like it Tuna yeah. and a bunch of the elijah's friends were there i know that's a big yeah. one and there's it's a smaller one is it outside uh, no, it's okay. No, it's inside. It's a later. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I remember us doing there. There was one big day we were on because um, we we would do weeks. We would just take a week and go to um, Long Island uh, to the Hamptons or whatever, and, and you know stay there as a crew. Um, but I do remember one one time. You know, we were just out in the middle of nowhere, and it was the middle of the night. And you know, it's like where are we gonna? <laughs> you know, we're out of this thing. Whether it's who do, I don't remember what any of it was, but. It definitely happens, you know, but I, I don't yeah. remember a girl specific, you know, like, oh my God, I'm I'm lost. Marnie's insert <laughs> you, prop here. Is there any is is there anything on set on in uh in Hannah's apartment, since that's been like pretty consistent throughout the first four seasons? Is there anything that's in there that like the most viewers wouldn't even notice? Like like in Seinfeld you got the Superman right. thing and certain cereals and stuff is there anything that she has in that that's like a personal thing or something that the prop master might have just like said okay we're gonna have this be a thing yeah i don't i'm sure it made again that's probably a more jose thing just because he was there uh you know scheduling and developing the you know what they were gonna use and what what they're doing but um yeah so nothing sticks out but all of those sets i remember there were at silver cup uh studios over in long island city uh, okay. so I think it's where they shot a lot of it, uh, and then would travel out here and there. But yeah, I don't know. I remember there was a huge cutout in one of them in uh, Adam. I always so I keep saying Adam, but what's his character's name? His name is Adam. Uh, Adam. <laughs> there you go. Um, I remember there was a huge cutout of like Jordan or somebody in Adam's apartment, wasn't there? Not Jordan. Uh, there, there's some weird. Uh, I, I know life size. Or maybe it was Ray. Has a cut- I know Ray has a cutout when he breaks up with Shoshana. Okay. That, right? Like he, he grabs a cutout and walks away. I don't know what the cutout is. That might be. Yeah. But yeah, I remember I wanted like a fat really head and couldn't, couldn't yeah. pull it off. But because it was like a, you know, it was seen in all of the episodes seen there. But yeah, I think that was, uh, that's sort of, again, being that, you know, I, I, I was more of the come in when the dr- sets are dressed and, you know, I didn't like build them and establish them. So I, I, I don't have any like dirt or gold on, on set dressing or stuff like that. But, um, yeah, unfortunately not, not a lot of gold on any of it just because it's been a <laughs> if, while. But... If you, if you had to rank like ability wise, yeah, the actors that you worked with, okay. and and we're not trying to get trash or be like this person yeah, did yeah. this and this person that. It's just like we do a random likability ranking of the girls okay. sporadically like every five episodes, which is a fluid thing, right? Yeah, but uh, like if you had to rank like the actors that because you might not have interacted with some more than right, others, right. you know. So, well, how do I say this? Um, well, no, don't get fired. Don't get fired. No, I don't. There's nothing I can do now. Um, they've done all I could do. They, uh, um, I, yeah, again, I really liked, you know, when I started this thing, um, Lena was a wonder kid, basically. You know what I mean? Like, she was this person the same age as me or a little younger and hugely successful from this film she did at Sundance or 
one of the festivals ended up getting the show because of that um so to me it was like i was always looking like because i i was producing things at that point mostly comedy sketches and you know stuff like that but i wanted to i this i this is what i wanted i wanted to do this what she was doing so i just remember paying very close attention to her and her process so she was always she's incredibly easy to work with um her people around her uh seemed to be i don't know it just seemed like she was she was very into making this thing so and anyone that could help her make this thing she was into um so i i respected her for that just being like you know more open arms about the whole thing because some people can just be like you're on a need to know this is a marvel job but you'll never know the real name <laughs> you never it's just like you know yeah. but so i don't know i would have to put put lean up top just because she was um yeah, it was it was fun to see this young kid just making this this happen. Um, she and she was a lot of the times the last call on things, and and um, Jenny and Jesse and you know the producers and directors and stuff obviously had tons of input, but um, it seemed to always defer to her. Obviously, it's sort of her show. So. It's not easy yeah. to do a show where you're the writer director oh. and then you are starring in it and are in the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot of. Yeah, like whether whether or not you like the show or not, you can't deny the like amount of work that has to go into doing right. that. You know, yeah. Let alone like the, I just I can't imagine how. This was pre, before she dated her husband, which I don't even know if they're still together, the Jack guy. But um, I don't think I'm they were sure. together at this point in the series. But yeah, so she, um, he was. I think it, I think they just met at the rap party for season three. Um, which is a whole other chapter in her life, but so yeah, well, I would how say. Was that, how was that rap party? Oh, I got a story. I got it. Let me. I'll just oh, say that yeah. the, the listing <laughs> wise. Let him get to the likability rankings, to, and we'll get to the right. rap part. I'd have to. I'd have to have like Marnie second, Shoshana third. Yes. No, man, it's it's likability. How? But dude, in the in the character likability rankings that Vance and I do, Jess is always like way way. Even when we include extra characters, yeah. for well, me I, at least, she's always at the bottom. Well, Marnie has been floating at the bottom though for a while. Yeah, Marnie's too, taking a taking a tumble really? down the road. And we're and we're judging character from story and show, not right, right. person yeah. we work with. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I to tie for tie for first, I'd say. No. But um, <laughs> I would have to, Jessa was great too. She was very she again, she was sort of like um Adam's sister, where it was a little, you know very loose and but she was so well respected on that set uh, and I, I couldn't figure it out because you know she was obviously an actor and but she had I guess done all this other stuff and so she was I just remember her being very well respected on set and she was so nice to everybody um, Shoshana could be a little short here and there just because uh, you know she's a little like her character whether she would admit that or not I think but um, so she was a little you know could get a little rushy hasty but Honestly, nobody like was assholes. Um, nobody was like too cool for school. You know, it seemed like they were all there to just make this show and have fun. You know. Yeah. Did you Did you notice like Adam any difference in Adam when he was starting? Like, because I feel like he was starting to get a little more shine at this yes. point in his career. Um, did he just stay even killed through that, or? I think so. You know, I think that this written in the story is, is somewhat accurate, you know, about him and his mm -hmm. acting and doing the thing. And I think you're right in that zone of him becoming an actor where you guys are at right now, it seems like. But yeah, um, yeah. not really. You know, I, I, I think, again, people knew he was going places. They didn't necessarily knew, know he would be the face of Star Wars. But um, 
Yeah, I, again, he was another like respected actor. Like you know, we got this guy, but mm-hmm. again, a, a very like you know low key. Wasn't a huge score, but then they knew that he had so much amazing potential, and he was just great on camera. Uh, yeah, just really, really good. And and he was he's he was the most method. Obviously, you could probably guess that, but he was probably the most method actor of the bunch. Um, just <laughs> Which because is why is that why they tamed his character down because they couldn't keep him being in that method? Maybe yeah, did Adam did Adam ever pee on you, Jeremy? Yeah, <laughs> not intentionally uh, on set. No, that's that's hazard pay. Um, <laughs> no, but he was, uh, you know. Again, I don't know if he's in the rankings, but yeah, he would definitely be up there. He was he was always nice. Very reserved. He was kind of uh he reminded me of when I worked I worked with Ryan Gosling right before he sort of like blew blew up. Uh it was after the notebook, but it was sort of um it was a job called Half Nelson and uh he it's sort of that same vibe of like he was really into the art of the thing and really loved the part of uh deep diving on these characters and trying to, you know, fill the world as much as possible, but so you know, we always respected it, and was just like, yeah, let's let's watch. Well, we we also we do rank the guys, and the guys that we've been ranking so far are Adam, of course, mm-hmm. Ray, yeah. yep. Elijah, and Desley. Okay. Um, Charlie was in there, and Charlie uh, was in there for a while. Marnie's ex boyfriend, yeah. but he he appears to be gone from the show. So, uh, okay, yes, and that was again that was first episode. That was of season four. He he might have gone like halfway through season okay. three. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember there was a big. I remember there was a lot of discussion about that on the set, and it was a. a, a I was there one of the days that. Uh, one of the early days after he had, uh, we had started shooting and he wasn't there, and, and it was just kind of weird. Just because you know they'd started this thing and done a whole season with this guy, and then he was he. Well, I don't even know what happened, but the rumor was is, he supposed to be there. Uh, they wanted him back, absolutely. Okay. They, they had no. Um, there was a scramble after he said he wanted to leave. We'll put it that way because I don't think uh, they were prepared for a main actor to just say, "Hey, I don't, I don't feel it anymore," which would kind of. And I guess him and him and uh, Lena had gotten into a fight, and I don't, I don't know all the, the details, but just from what I've heard on set, he just it felt like he didn't have anywhere to grow within his character, so he mm-hmm. wanted to peace out. And I think, again, he, I, a lot of people felt like he, him, and Adam Driver were the two guys that were sort of going places, and and uh, obviously he, it hadn't panned out as as well for him, but. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I remember there was weird a weird time, you know, when they was that was all of the discussion on set of people like, you know, has anybody said anything? Is he, you know, is he coming back? Is he uh, not? And it's like, no, he just so quit. So crazy. Well, yeah, it seems like a, via a conversation it, with Lena for like five minutes, ten minutes. This it seems like heard, this so. set was like kind of a tumultuous place, though, because I mean, it seems like you, you're talking about how like every season they're like, I don't know if this is gonna come back or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it it uh, it was, but you know, you do the see like as a as a you know, fans can uh, talk, speak to this as well. But like you know, you're you're booked for the job, so like you're in for the season basically if you sign on. Yeah. I was a little different because I was a, an uh, additional, but um, so yeah, you're 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 there regardless. But um, you're kind of stuck with whatever drama happens, uh, regardless. <laughs> yeah, of, I re- yeah, I remember my first uh, first movie set I ever worked on as a. I was like a 
an intern grip basically. Mm -hmm. And I got, and I was just like put doing like something where you're like ladders in this big banquet hall, like capping lights or something. And then it was like everyone out close set. And then I couldn't get down from where I was. So I was just in the room while the actors and director were like, just going at it. Wow. Oh my gosh. It was just like, Oh, okay, they're going to hash out some stuff and I have nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be in the room hearing it and just like, all right, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, again, a lot of that stuff didn't happen on set, but like, you know, yeah. it, it was more of like, you know, you know, towards the end of season one, we're like, is season two coming? And, you know, season two was announced and was like, well, maybe, you know, season three, and, you know. So, yeah, it was always it, I, I, less sort of hectic and worrisome and more like, eh. If this is it, this is it. You know, you kind of have to be like that on on shows like this, but um, you know. So, so what was the deal with the uh, with the rap party that you were going to get into? Yeah. So uh, funny. (laughs) So uh, went to the rap party. That was the season I worked quite a bit on. Went to the rap party. Was at a nice place in uh, again Greenpoint or East Williamsburg or Williamsburg, but um, I remember to have a huge backyard and then a bar. And a fire pit, and Lena is just like saying hello to people that's walking in. And I walked in, and I brought my good friend Danny Tamborelli, who was Pete, little Pete on the Adventures of Pete and Pete. And uh, immediately she recognized him, and not not that I, I mean, I I was like, hey, how's it going? Um, and then she she was like, oh hey, and then she was like, oh my god, you're Danny Tamborelli. And then they had a discussion <laughs> a little bit, and hi, blah blah blah. But the the weirdest, the weirdest thing happened like um, towards the end. I, maybe I have it confused, but anyway, some I just remember walking out, and I think I was going back. Uh, no, I was going home for the evening, and I was like, "Lena, thank you so much for all the you know." Cause she gave away stuff and gave gifts away, and yada yada. It was the end of the season. I, you know, we were just so proud and so happy for you. And uh, I went, to, I I went in for a hug. I do remember. And she not wasn't necessarily expecting a hug. Uh, I'm just a hugger. It's just what you know. Obviously, in these days, it, it, it wouldn't fly. Girls would be a different yeah. thing these days. Um, even even <laughs> oh, yeah. 2013 girls would be much different than it is today. Yeah. Um, and I just remember there was a weird like hi bye you know and then like what why why was there a hug and you know we didn't know each other that well and you know. It's just a weird thing, and of course, Danny's right there. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you know? <laughs> so, uh, of course, there were several drinks in there, you know, in between, and yeah, it was just a weird, and it was probably more in my head than she would ever record, rec- you know, remember. But um, yeah. yeah, I feel like rap parties are very, they get very huggy and emotional. Like, there is something about going to battle on a film yeah. set, especially for a TV show for that many episodes, yeah. and being around all these people and. Especially if you guys don't know if you're coming back for the next season. Right. It's not like, oh, yeah, we'll see you next season. Right. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to see these people for a couple of months. It's like it's like ending school for right. summer break, kind of, you know. And Girls wasn't a huge job, so it would shoot three or four months and be done or three months. You know, it wasn't like a, a huge procedural where they shoot 24 episodes and shoot, you know, 18 months out of the year. It was like yeah. those three summer months, that was their, their golden there, there's to... only 12 there's only 12 months in a year <laughs> hey, what? Since when? i caught that too i wasn't going i wasn't going to do it what did i say like, 10 you months you said 18 you said months 18, months. Oh, 18. <laughs> wow that would suck oh boy it's uh it's it's yeah it's getting uh it's 
getting to that point. Getting to that you've point. Been selling, <laughs> you've been celebrating birthdays all wrong. <laughs> exactly. I've only I'm only 22 years old now. Luckily. <laughs> Scope turbo. Yeah. Did you ever get to keep any of the props that were on the set, or is there any like souvenirs that you got to take home with you? Not really. From you know, like a lot of my spices came from girls. You know, they they, <laughs> they bought like you know all these really nice like grant you know they had the grinder built in and they were like the the fancy ten twenty dollar ones and you know you have have a bunch of shit left over after a scene and yeah I just remember for years I had the all of the spice rack from girls from the beach house scene and, and uh, just that I would just use but sooner or later they That's got awesome. they got gross um, I don't know um, I don't know about obviously you know especially being in the prop department you can kind of um, you get first dibs, so to speak, yeah. at times. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember there was anything that I was like, "Oh, I need that," or you know, "I'd love to have that." Um, other, because I, you know, at that point, I'd gotten a, you know some swag from the season wrap, and you know, it's like, yeah, I wasn't necessarily looking for for freebies, but yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think I took any and, like. And all the dildos were picked through already, so it was yeah. nothing. Yeah. No more Mercedes. <laughs> they just went. Yeah, they just went fast. Yeah, that was the, that's the uh, that's the grab bag, the choice grab bag item. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't remember any specific thing. I, I, I'm sure that there's stuff. You know, if I went back and watched, I'd be like, oh, you know. And then look around yeah. and see, like, oh, there, you know, whatever. But, oh, my dining room table. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> it's funny because my my uh, couch is from a movie. Like, basically, my sideboard behind the couch is from a movie. My everything, you know, it's like my liquor cabinet is from a movie. So it's it's. Dude, it, I gotta start working in props to really up dude, my game in my apartment. Yeah, <laughs> it, honestly, it's not a bad not a bad deal if you can get in there. But um, again, you got to be okay with working sixteen hour days and. 100 degree weather yeah. and 18 months out of the year. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, the 18 months out of yeah, the year. Yeah, 18 months part. a year. Oof. Um, is there, um, bef- before we uh, kind of wrap up, yeah. so you only worked on, on it for like a couple seasons. Was that a decision that you made? Did you find like a better job that was paying more or something? Or like what causes a person to kind of lose, not necessarily lose the job, but like move on from a props job? Um, it was very, like, oh, this guy's good, better at getting props than you, Jeremy. Like, yeah, how do you... no, it was more of like, you know, people, <laughs> I don't know. Th- that was the point when I started transitioning from like, I want to do props for a living to, I want to do something creative for a living. So I stopped being the prop master, the head of the department mm-hmm. on movies and shows. And I decided I would just take a lesser role and do three days a week and I'd have two solid days to do podcast work or comedy work, book shows, uh, record podcasts, do all that sort of stuff. So that's what I've been doing since. Um, and that was one of the first jobs I started, but I remember, uh, I had, I had taken, uh, elementary. So I was doing a solid three days a week on elementary and that went for like nine seasons, I think, or eight seasons. So that was the beginning of that run. So I remember when, once I got on that and it was sort of, uh, yeah, I was on it for a long, long time, so I sort of got in the groove, and mm-hmm. you know, I could pick and choose my days, and uh, you know, That's just decided awesome. it was a better, uh, a better route. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't really like quitting or replacing. It was more of like, um, 
graduating. Some people, yeah. Yeah, and especially in my role as an additional just, you know, hands, like I could be replaced. But, and that's what I was wanting, something where I didn't have any responsibility so I could just show up and do my job and do it really well and then go home yeah. um, and do my stuff that I really wanted to do. So, yeah. Yeah, that seems like the the dream, the freelance dream, where you can make the schedule but still, like... Exactly, have insurance. Are in charge of have, it, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was... Um, yeah, I think it was the right thing to do. I mean, otherwise, you know, you're just working yourself to death. I mean, it, I, I admire everyone I work for and everyone I work with and my union brothers. And mm-hmm. But I also, I think that, um, especially the pandemic, it, it's, 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 I think I took a really close look at what makes me happy. And that was one of the things that really sucked the life out of me. So as much as I yeah. love doing it and I love people and I love being on set and meeting new people, and I had a really incredible film career and met everyone basically you know i've met so many amazing people and great actors and but uh i also enjoy having a couple days a week (laughs) to or you know again i could take a week off and go do a tour and do a week of shows in florida or a week of shows in east coast or so it just the flexibility was uh was what i was sort of looking for and it worked out great i got to work on girls got to work on you know some tv shows here and there and still do. And you cross paths somehow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is right. We worked, so where would yeah, you we talked re- about that on the the Danny and Mike part, yeah. but but yeah. Where would you uh rank your experience with girls in terms of like all of the other projects you've worked on? Um Girls was one of my first uh TV series that I would work on multiple sort of episodes. Before that it was yeah. I was really a film guy and I would work on like indie films and you know do bigger roles on smaller projects and then i was just starting starting to sort of like get bigger um sort of jobs you know like whole feature Mm -hmm. you know bigger shows you know instead of like little tier one tier two tier three things they were like major productions with you know the the legit the jobs you want um and then i was like (laughs) peace uh i'm gonna go be creative you know so uh yeah i don't know i mean um I, I just, I mean, I love Jose, the prop master. The guy's amazing. And it, I met my good buddy, Dave Brenner, who we do a podcast uh, together. Uh, it's been sort of defunct for a little while, but uh, uh, so I'm, you know, met uh, Santos. You guys know Santos uh, or Vance, you know, Santos. I don't know. Met so many good people wow. that I still today yeah. um, talk to and like, uh, you know, consider friends. So, but uh, yeah, I, I mean. It's definitely up there. It's definitely up there because of the time we were shooting it and like, I don't know. It's just, it's fun to sometimes just get whisked away to Long Island, to the Hamptons and shoot there for a week. You know what I mean? It's yeah. pretty fun. But um, but yeah, it's definitely up there. TV wise, definitely up there. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Vance, you have anything else? Uh, No, I don't really have any other questions. I mean, I'll just, I'll just echo what he's saying. Like when you work on a film set with people, like you can work on just on a set for like just one show like one week and like you remember that person mm-hmm. <laughs> like you remember people like a year two years later and you can always be like oh remember that and it's yeah. like it just it just clicks so like there's nothing especially with the pandemic we're in like yeah. missing that camaraderie of people and i know some people are going back to sets yeah. and trying things are going in so i don't know have you been on set since all of this no has i happened? got offered some rap okay. work and ended up turning it down but um i know mike mike uh, Big Pete has went back to work, and um, yeah. yeah, I think if it comes up, I don't know. Again, we're starting to spike again, so who knows what's gonna yeah. happen? But, uh, yeah, 
I, I, I there's gonna be a lot more zooms. So, <laughs> well, yeah. plus my one buddy, he actually just started to go back to set on a, uh, I think it's a reality show, and he said that the the procedure for getting into it mm. is hell. Yeah. Like the testing and making sure that you're doing all the stuff correctly. It's just so. I mean kudos to you for not having to do it like yeah, my own buddy well, that's, like that's yeah, yeah. Exactly. he has to do it so if you don't have to do it that's fucking rad yeah, man yeah very, lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very lucky i uh obviously i'm i'm prepared but i as long as i can hold out <laughs> yeah right so, yeah yeah well, dude, Jeremy, thanks so yeah, much for coming on for and talking to, talking girls with us. Do you want to plug any of your podcasts, any of the creative stuff that you're talking about that you got going on? Yeah, I uh, host and produce uh, The Adventures of Danny and Mike. That's on the last podcast network with the last podcast and the left guys and um, have a ton tons of great shows. But uh, I also uh, just launched a podcast with Lori Beth Denberg, uh, more nostalgia, uh, called Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. That's going to uh, officially launch uh, November 18th. And then uh, right now we're sort of compiling uh, questions. So if you have a question for her, hit askgloriebeth.com. And then my own podcast, Going Dork, um, which is a sort of a, a, a blending of uh, sci-fi and horror and whatever sort of we want to do uh, at the moment. But right now we're uh, doing some reviews of Lovecraft Country, which is a show oh. that I love dearly. So. That's uh that's sort of what I'm up to. Uh, Remy Balin on the tw- uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, Remy Balin on the Twitters and Jeremy Balin on Instagram. But, uh, but yeah. Hell yeah. Give a look. Awesome. See. Yeah. Listen to podcasts. Right. It's important. Support these yeah, artists. Yeah. I mean, what else are you doing? Yeah. You're fucking locked yeah. in your house. Fucking listen to Jeremy's podcast. <laughs> listen right. to our podcast. <laughs> Jeremy's got yeah. four podcasts. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many. And so many more to come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you're doing it man you're doing yeah. it i know man. doing it i mean nobody can see it but we got a we're on a zoom call we get jeremy's studio is fucking mint baby a long yeah. real nice well, we've been podcasting <laughs> with danny and mike um i think eight years almost and uh this was we started in the living room and then we moved when i had a roommate into half of that bedroom and then when uh the roommate moved out i just kept the place and uh would eat ramen for months on month months on end and just oh, yeah. made this a thing over the course of two years basically so it's been a lot oh, of yeah, man. but yeah i'm very blessed that uh my man cave is like a, a little production studio so it's, it's very nice <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's beautiful it looks real real dope Thanks, man, man. <laughs> seltzerkings.com check it out for yourself <laughs> all right everybody thank you for listening thanks to jeremy for coming on uh, this has been Boys Watching Girls. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Thanks, fans. Thanks, Joe.